What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Empire State Conservative Network podcast. This is Pete. This is Evan. And we have a special guest on today's show. Before we get to him, first off, if you're new to the show, welcome. The Empire State Conservative Network podcast is for New York-based conservatives who are sick and tired of being neglected by your local and state politicians. And you're also sick and tired of how the state is being run, especially in some of the very evil ways, which we'll talk about in a second. So today we have a special guest. We have John Speed from Syracuse, and he made headlines earlier this year on shows like Fox and Friends and being on Glenn Beck's program, um, closing his store um, in, in honor, well, not in honor, in mourning for the Reproductive Health Act passing. So, John, welcome. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. So, so John, tell us a little bit about that. So, obviously, Reproductive Health Act passed, I forget if it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday night, and you closed your shop the next day. So, take us through how you got notoriety for that. How did Fox and Friends and Glenn Beck think to, to reach out to you? Well, what happened was it passed on Tuesday, January 22nd, and um, our church had some people there in Albany uh, lobbying to try to, you know, make an impact with the legislators last minute. And um, that night, of course, I went to bed and I really couldn't sleep. I couldn't really rest and think about what was going on. I mean, abortion has been legal in New York since 1970. But um, I just couldn't get the image of babies being murdered out of my head. And so I just prayed and said, you know, what can I do? You know, everybody's leaving the state. I can't really do that. And I thought, well, maybe I could shut the store down for like a month and not pay sales tax for like a month. And just I can't do that either. Um, So I thought, well, I'll just shut it down for the day, you know, symbolically, just as a day of mourning. And um, so we came in the next day, printed up a sign, put it on the front door of the bookstore. And as I was getting ready to leave, a friend of mine said, why don't you just take a picture of that and send it to me? And so I took a a quick picture of it and sent it to him. And he put it out on the internet. And within a couple of hours, my my cell phone was just on fire. Um, I had no idea what he'd done. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) And so like, the next day, while we were supposed to be closed, a friend of mine called and said, hey, Glenn Beck's talking about you right now on the radio. And so they said, maybe if you call in, you get a chance to be on. Mm-hmm. So I, I called in. It was really a miraculous thing just to call in like that. But I did get on. Mm-hmm. And from there, it just exploded. Uh, we ended up getting like 500 orders in about two or three days off wow. our website. And uh, it just caught a life of its own after that yeah and, and were you on fox and friends as well i, I believe after yeah that? so fox and friends contacted me shortly thereafter and then hannity uh contacted me right around the same time within maybe an hour or two of that mm. and uh yeah we had to end up rushing to new york they, they couldn't get a local affiliate to do it and so like at four in the afternoon we got our our ticket to go to New York and we were on the plane at seven thirty. <laughs> it was crazy, but it was, it was a great opportunity. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, it's a message that, you know, we can both get behind. And, and a lot of people in our Facebook group, we have about 11,000 followers in our Facebook group. And uh, when that bill passed, I mean, we've had a lot of terrible bills passed this year. We have the Dream Act, the Safe Act, two red flag gun laws on top of the Reproductive Health Act. But that one, that, that was a dark couple of days in the group just, just because it's, it's such an evil thing. So you mentioned to us um, offline before we started the show that you're working on a project. So can you tell us a little bit about that um, and, and highlight that for us? And it's in regards to the Reproductive Health Act passing. Right. What well, we found out when we did all this, like what you're talking about, it was dark, but the positive reaction that we got was kind of from everywhere around the world that heard about it was the, the theme of hope. Everybody was like, wow, there's some, there's something we can do tangibly. And so we kind of built off of that. And we've been working on sanctuary cities for the unborn. We've been petitioning city councils in conservative areas in upstate to establish their cities as sanctuary cities for the unborn. So taking the sanctuary city concept and then flipping it on its head. And saying if you're going to give the cities and the municipalities the right to reject overreach from the federal level, well, why not reject Roe mm -hmm. in the conservative counties, right? In the conservative cities. Right. And so that's the concept. So we've petitioned the Batavia, New York City Council. Uh, they're at a place now where, where they're basically looking to get that on the ballot mm -hmm. uh, to vote on it. And then in Lancaster, New York, they're also working to get it on a ballot. Um, and there's a Carmel, New York, down in Putnam County. They made a decision to reject the Reproductive Health Act, but it hasn't really gone full, full on, let's become a sanctuary city. But that town board voted to do that. Out in New Mexico, uh, Roswell, New Mexico, declared themselves a sanctuary city for the unborn. And then two counties in New Mexico have done it as well. So it's starting to catch some steam in the last couple of weeks, and it's pretty exciting to watch that. Yeah, and honestly, John, I think this is possibly one of the greatest things that I've ever heard of. Because I've been saying this for a long time, that anyone, you can have, anyone can have their views on abortion. Everyone has their own views. The Reproductive Health Act is absolutely disgusting. The fact that you legalize abortion up to birth is horrifying. But if people don't want their tax dollars or they don't want abortion in their town or in their state, then they should have the right to do that. If the entire state of Ohio, let's say, decided, no, we don't want abortion in this state, they should be allowed to say, we don't want abortion here. If you want to go to get an abortion, go to another state that allows it. This massive overreach of the government that forces taxpayer-funded abortion is completely wrong. Honestly, I'm more of a my whole thing is I don't want to be paying for it. The government should not be funding it. It is literally a step away from eugenics. The fact that you brought it up to birth makes it even more disgusting. And obviously I'm not a very religious person. I don't disparage anyone who is, but the fact that, that you are pushing this movement to allow people to be stand up and be heard that say, listen, in our town, we don't want this. Mm -hmm. So we are not going to have it. That's exactly what this country was founded on. It was the states have rights, the people have more rights, and the federal government is there to protect and serve the people. They are not there to tell us how to live our lives. So by establishing these sanctuary cities for the unborn is absolutely amazing. I, there, I, we've seen it where some states are trying to establish these things for firearms. Absolutely amazing that it's the people taking power back from the federal government. Yeah, and that 
that's what I've been saying in Batavia is, look, this has ramifications beyond abortion. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to reject any piece of ridiculous nonsense that comes out of Albany, you can do it. You can just say, look, we're not enforcing that here. Now, in Western New York, I believe um, the sheriffs all across Western New York have declared that that's good. They're not enforcing the uh, SAFE Act. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, they've already got the precedent set there on that level. And that when you have overreach, and really, and what we put on our sign was, is, this is tyranny. And that is what's coming out of Albany and Washington, and is tyranny. We do have the right to self-govern. Uh, constitutionally, we have that right. Um, you know, we've always made laws locally. So when you have an evil law, like, <laughs> like Roe, well, it's not even a law. That's just a, it's a, const, it's a uh, Supreme Court decision. Yeah. So when you have an evil thing coming out of Washington, another evil thing coming out of Albany, just ignore it and say, we're not doing that here. Back, and it has historical precedent. Going back to um, the fugitive slave law in the 1800s, Wisconsin said, we're not having anything to do with it. And so they ignored the fugitive slave law. When an escaped slave made their way to Wisconsin, they said, we're not turning him back into their owner. Mm-hmm. That's the morally right thing to do. And in this case, you know, this is the morally right thing to do as well. Um, like you're saying, it's just a wicked thing. Yeah. And it also also speaks to um, the infringement on religious freedom, because by forcing people who, based on their faith, do not believe in abortion by forcing these people to pay for abortion through their tax dollars. It's an infringement on their right to practice their religion the way that they want to, because essentially what you're doing is you're going in and telling them you are going to pay taxes. We are going to have government funded abortion. We do not care that this is against your faith. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Um, and that's, that's an issue here that is, I don't know. I, I can't even fathom the government at any level saying or not understanding why real, you know, Christian people would have a problem with that. Right. I mean, would they expect us just to lay down on that and say, Oh yeah, I don't have any problem how you use my money. Go ahead and kill babies with it. Mm-hmm. That's um, like one of the biggest things for Christians. <laughs> like honestly, like yeah. the biggest issue in this country is abortion. Mm-hmm. What made them think that this was just, they were just going to roll over on this. Right. Now, the other thing that's been interesting is we've had customers come in the store who are Democrats. Uh, One guy who goes to Lemoyne University, his whole family votes Democrat. He's from downstate. Mm -hmm. And he says, look, man, I figure I've got blood on my hands because I voted for Cuomo. He said, but what's, he goes, what is the, (laughs) how can I justify taking care of health care, you know, offering health care to people? How can I justify saving the environment if I'm supporting a party that's murdering babies? Yep. That's what he said. He said, my family's considering getting out of the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. I'm done with it, personally. I think they, you know, Cuomo's approval rating has gone in the toilet mm-hmm. since all this has happened. And I think people have talked about him overstepping or, over, you know, in this case, uh, you know, jumping the shark, so to speak. Um I think it's definitely happened, at least on that level. There's going to be some fallout from that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and <clears throat> now he's trying to pretend he's a champion of the people with his 2% per year property tax cap, which is like, 
which is absolutely ridiculous. You take 2% compounded annually. You don't have to be a math whiz to realize how screwed people throughout the state are. We are the most highly taxed state in the nation. The New York metropolitan area is the most highly taxed metropolitan area in the nation. And the number one and number two counties in the country that are taxed the highest rate are here in New York state. So he's trying to pretend he's a champion for the people when in actuality, all he's trying to do is push this really progressive agenda because I think he realizes with the Democratic Senate now, which is the first that he's had since he's been in office, they're really going to try and push all of these things down our throats until 2020 because there's not much we can do unless he's arrested on corruption. You got his confidants going down like flies and somehow he always comes out with, with no, no crap on his boot. And uh, yeah, we need to get out there and we need to do something about this guy because not only are we paying into uh, a system and into laws that don't, A, don't meet our beliefs, but B, we get nothing in return out of it. Even what we're paying for in infrastructure and things of that nature, look at all the potholes on the roads all over the place. It's, it, it's absolutely awful. So, uh, but I agree. I, 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 getting back to the Reproductive Health Act, I, I think it's great what you're doing. And where can people find out more about um, the sanctuary um, city thing that you're behind? The best way to do that would to be go to a website called endabortionnow.com. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of information there about not just sanctuary cities. That's kind of a new thing. That's developing. But there are bills in play right now in about four or five different states, conservative states, that are seeking to end abortion immediately. Hmm. So, uh, for example, in Texas, there's a bill that's about to go into committee. There's a bill in Oklahoma that's trying to get in the committee, and it would make abortion illegal completely in those states. So End Abortion now has a lot of information Hmm. about those bills, and it's a great way to get connected. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforalloccasions.com. We went to the uh, 144th Lincoln Dinner on Sunday. Well, I did. Peter didn't go. Justin and I went. And a big thing that we learned was that most people, if you talk to them about policy and conservative policies will always win out. The biggest problem that we have is that the Democrats play on these emotions and they, they force you to believe that certain things should be a certain way because it's based on rights and it's your right to do this. And this whole thing where it's a woman's right to choose whether or not a baby lives or dies because it's her body. I'm sorry to any woman listening to this, but no one's body has two brains, two hearts, and two sets of lungs. They don't. And especially once a baby is viable outside of the womb, there are other options where you now do not have to take responsibility. So the fact that an entire political party is trying to convince a, gro- a specific gender that, the population. It is, that it is their right to murder a baby if they just don't want it is disgusting. And they do the same thing. With with gun rights, they're like, listen, no, oh, you got to be afraid because, you know, all those NRA members are going to come gunning for you. Meanwhile, not one NRA member has ever committed a mass shooting in this country. It is absolutely, this is what they do. So if, we, if it was based on policy alone, and once people start to analyze policy, that's when people like me, people like Peter, 
walk away from the Democrats because we realize that they don't operate on policy. They operate on ideas and they operate in this fantasy world that's based on fear and telling you that, that other people are keeping you down and that you have to seize your rights. Meanwhile, all our rights are given to us by God. They are literally bestowed on us by our creator. That is what the Constitution tells us, that we have these inalienable rights. We are born with them. And the only people taking them away is the government, yet Democrats vote for bigger government that take people's rights away, force them to pay for things they don't want, take away their ability to defend themselves. And that's what I always tell people. I'm like, if you want to go based on policy, almost every single person in this country who's a law-abiding citizen is going to vote conservative. Right, right. That's true. If they'll think it through and not let the, the labor unions do their thinking for them. You know, in New York, I think that's a lot what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is, you know, I think it's in the Constitution. You guys might know this. Uh, our rights are guaranteed not only for ourselves, but also for our posterity. Mm-hmm. Right. And so posterity is talking about everyone who ever is descended from those people that wrote the Constitution. Right. Mm-hmm. So constitutionally that was written to give rights to every descendant from the 1700s to today mm-hmm. that the, the baby in the womb has a constitutional right to to all the freedoms outlined in the constitution and we're like you said taking babies in the womb they have their own dna they have their own heartbeat they have their own brain waves and the body inside the mother's body is not the mother's body. That's another child. That's another human being there. It's not a giraffe. It's not an octopus. It's a human. And so, you know, just logically common sense wise, those babies have a right to life. And uh, here we are trying to figure out now they're talking about, (laughs) infanticide after the babies are born yeah in virginia you know know, it's a scary it's where does that end i i you don't ever set a precedent like that without it going somewhere else right i mean the nazis everybody compares you know you know you you have the whole the whole thing that you know, as soon as you compare somebody to Hitler, you lost the argument or whatever. It's, it's a bunch of baloney because in this case, you're talking about 60 million that have been killed. But when it comes to the, what the Nazis were doing, they said, you know, we want blonde hair and blue eyes. Well, <laughs> there are all these sex selective abortions and then abortions if somebody has, um, you know, uh, Down syndrome or something like that. We want the perfect kids. You know, how is that any different from what the Nazis were trying to accomplish? It's not. It's government-funded eugenics. It's actually people-funded eugenics because it's all done through our taxpayer dollars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's murder. We did a documentary back in 2014 called Babies Are Murdered Here. Mm -hmm. And it was controversial because we were just saying abortion flat out. Even the pro-life movement didn't like it very much because, you know, they want to kind of be more – uh, reasonable with people in that, but really we got to call it what it is. And when we call it that, then we have to have some urgency as to how we deal with it. And I think after 46 years, we've just gotten comfortable with it being just like a political item. We got to get it 
we got to get past that. It's a, it's a moral issue that's destroying us. Mm-hmm. It's destroying us. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And, and I mentioned this when it first came out. When they first talk, talked about it, when it was a hop on issue in the 90s, when I was just a kid in elementary school, I remember I was in the extreme minority in my class. We were just rationally thinking as an eight-year-old boy, I thought, this is like evil. And I, I didn't understand the argument that they were making. And, and to learn more about the scientific aspects of it and how early on now, A, a child can be saved, but even more importantly, B, where, de, you know, where it develops a heart rate. I think that, that it's absolutely terrible. And, and to your point, too, I think from a more mental aspect, the way that they try to talk about, talk about pro-choice is that we're, we're not accepting responsibility for our actions. And that's a huge thing. Evan and I, you know, have worked or still work in fitness. And that's a huge thing. We're dealing with people who want to lose weight or they want to reach a certain goal. They have to own up and accept responsibility that in some cases, if they're overweight, they're out of shape and they're not eating right, they need to, they need to own that and then make changes to get better. And in this case, obviously, it's a much more extreme example than that. But if you have unprotected sex... You know, that is a risk that you're going to take. Even if you have protected sex, that is a risk that occurs. So you got to own up and accept responsibility. And again, uh, I think either it was Evan or yourself who laid this out earlier. Um, If you don't want to have responsibility for the baby, then you can put it up for adoption. Yeah, that was you. Okay, good stuff. I knew one of you said it. So See, I cut the beard off and now my brain is working right. So now I'm yeah, good. yeah, yeah. His beard was, was just as long as yours, except it was all over the place before. He <laughs> just shaved it over the weekend. <laughs> But, uh, but no, yeah, I, I 100% agree. And, and it's something that, you know, I know our generation suffers with. It's something that I personally suffered with. Um, and I, I'm, I'm hopeful that enough people still in this country, not just in the state, but in this country can take responsibility and stand up and do what's right. And, and you're a very good example of someone who's doing that. So, you know, we definitely thank you for that. So obviously you laid out where people can find more information about creating a sanctuary state, but you know, I'm definitely going to buy a book from your store online after this. I'm sure Evan will as well. But where can people find your bookstore online? It's johnspeedbooks.com. So it's j-o-n-speedbooks.com. And we're actually better set up now to take orders than we were when this all blew up. So yeah. we're making it there to actually work. <laughs> yeah, 500 orders in a day will definitely get, get you under wraps there. But John, yeah. thanks, thanks very much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're, we're both obviously very well behind what you're doing. And please keep us posted and come back um, when we make some progress on the front of creating some sanctuary um, cities within the state. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Take care, John. Hey, everyone. It's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.